You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This episode is brought to you by my brand new five-day Love Your Cycle mini course, a simplified self-paced course to teach you the foundations and fundamentals of your menstrual cycle in under a week. Receive daily educational class videos and audios along with action steps, a cycle tracking guide, cycle prompts, and my Love Your Cycle 50-page ebook. This is your chance to discover everything you wish they had have taught you at school about your cycle, how to eat, how to move, honoring your emotions, and identifying PMS and cycle signs before they arise. It's now your turn to join over 300 women from around the world who've already taken this course to reclaiming and reconnecting with their bodies. And you can do this too in under a week and for less than a fancy vegan burger. To learn more, visit wellsome.com forward slash shop. Now, to say thank you for being an amazing listener of the Well Women podcast, I have a discount code for you. Use Cycle Love at the checkout to save 20% off. This is episode 88, the best supplements for PCOS. I'm excited for this episode because I've just got back from a two-week staycation. With the pandemic that's going on around the world, I needed a break, not just from my life, but also from work and also some time to reconnect. It's really important to take time out for yourself. And after doing so, I'm feeling very refreshed and I'm excited to celebrate PCOS Awareness Month with you. We are at the end of PCOS Awareness Month, but doesn't mean we can't learn about PCOS still. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit about my personal journey with PCOS, also about the best supplements I've found that support PCOS. Now, it's very common and I love hearing from you. So if you've been thinking about reaching out to me, please do. I love hearing from you. And I do personally reply to all of the messages on Instagram and over inside our Love Your Cycle Sisterhood Facebook group. But I often hear from women who were like, Gemma, oh my God, you had PCOS, like you had it and you don't have it anymore. How is that possible? I'm told that if I'm diagnosed with PCOS, I've got it forever. Well, it is possible. PCOS is 100% treatable with changes in your diet and your lifestyle. Now, I personally know this firsthand because I've had PCOS. I was diagnosed with this back in 2014. And when I was diagnosed, I basically came home to my partner at the time and I was like, they think? They said, I don't know, but I have PCOS. I was really confused because I'd already been working with some clients at the time who had PCOS. Now, back then, I wasn't a menstrual cycle educator. I was working in health coaching and nutrition coaching as a wellness coach, but I knew what PCOS was and I like didn't think I had any of the symptoms. But it turns out I did have PCOS. I had three of the markers and they all tested positive and I thought, all right, well, my body says I have PCOS, but my mind do I really think that I have PCOS? So here's one of the things that I did very differently with my own PCOS journey is I never brought into the fact that I had PCOS. Now, if you ask a lot of my close family and friends, I never told anyone that I had PCOS simply because I didn't believe that I did. And I knew that if I told people then I would be also telling myself that I had PCOS, convincing myself and my body that I had this polycystic ovary syndrome. And I actually didn't feel like that I did have it. So 
what did I do and how did I manage my PCOS at the time? So I'd already really had a clean diet. I'd already established a really good movement and exercise routine after healing from leaky gut only two years prior to this time. And I didn't feel like there was much more that I could do. However, what I did know that I could do is change up my supplement regime. So currently at the time, I was already taking a pharmaceutically graded multivitamin and also a good quality fish oil and probiotic. I, from time to time, also took additional vitamin C, but I thought and I knew there was other nutrients that were super important to balancing out PCOS. Now, many of your typical practitioners in the medical world would you know, say the most common treatment for PCOS is birth control of some sort, but that can have crazy side effects, as we know, some of them quite intense, and that can also sometimes make your symptoms of PCOS worse, and we don't want that. Now, after working with PCOS myself and also having clients who have PCOS, I know that organizing and establishing a really good healthy lifestyle regime can really benefit your PCOS symptoms, but also your overall lifestyle. Now, supplements are a way that you can fast track your healing of PCOS. It's not the only way, but it's a very supportive way. So for me, what did I do? I took what I call a high dose level of nutritional products. I really upped the ante, you could say, just to help bring my body back to balance. Because let's face it, our body is just made up of cells. Literally, every single aspect of us is just made up of cells. And after having this conversation, this very conversation this morning inside the Wellwood Academy about the cervix and how our cell structure continually changes and evolves and grows and shifts, it's important to know that what you feed your body not just your food, but with water and also nutritional products, really contributes to your long-term health and how your body's cells die, but then more importantly, how they regrow. Because within the next 10 to 15 years, the cell structure that you have today is going to be completely different. And so this comes back to, one, what you feed and nourish your body with. That's not just even what you put in your body through water and food and maybe nutritional products, but also what you put on your body. But what I wanted to share with you is the supplements I used, and I don't even like the word supplements, let's be honest. I'm always very honest with you, but I'm just going to be really transparent. I prefer to call them nutritional products. I feel like supplements has a bit of a paradigm around it today. And after working in nutritional manufacturing for seven years in food science, I really saw that supplements were quite often referred to as the protein powders and the weight, you know, the muscle building and the weight loss. But Supplements really just come from the word to supply. We're just supplying our body with what it ultimately needs. And when there's an imbalance present, be it either PCOS or Hashimoto's or a cold or UTI, urine tract infection, we simply need to bring the body back to balance. And one of the ways you can do that is by taking supplements, aka nutritional products. It can simply fast track your healing and it also supports your entire endocrine system with the right products. Now, when it comes to understanding supplements, I want to just say that when you take a good quality nutritional product, it actually helps with your food sources. So by taking good quality products, you're actually going to improve the absorbency of the nutrients in your food and vice versa. So you can't just take nutritional products and think, oh, I can still eat my pizza and drink my glass of wine. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. So now I'm going to share with you a little bit about the supplements um, that I use and I recommend to a lot of the ladies inside the World Women Academy and clients all over the world. Literally, you can kind of access these anywhere. 
Now, I would say a large percentage of them over time have really reported great differences. Now, everybody's body works differently and it comes down to how you take the product. Okay, will you remember to take the product? It comes down to your commitment, how committed you are to the process. It also comes down to your lifestyle. So how do you treat your body outside of just taking supplements? Do you move your body on a regular basis? Are you drinking clean, filtered water? I recommend reverse osmosis. Are you eating very colorful foods that come close to nature? So root vegetables, leafy greens, fruits, nuts and seeds, healthy grains. Are you eating close to nature? Now, while supplements can support you, you're going to get the most out of them by having a healthy lifestyle that complements your supplement regime. All right, so let's get into it. Now, what are some simple signs and effects of PCOS. So let's talk about some of the symptoms. One of the common ones is overweight, weight gain, and sometimes even labeled obesity. Very commonly, women who have PCOS have menstrual cycle irregularities. So they might have short cycles, long cycles, short cycles, long cycles. Maybe they have a lot of spotting. Maybe they've lost their period. It's gone absent for a a period of time, pardon the pun. They could also have heavy menstrual flow. Potentially, they may have excess hair on their body or they might even face hair loss. A common one that a lot of women face is acne. Now, this can especially happen around your jaw and your chin, but also on your back and your chest. If you have a history of ovarian cysts, which is what I had, um, I had a history of this. I got my first cysts when I was 19 or when I discovered my first cysts, I was 19. And I wasn't until many, many years later that I was diagnosed with PCOS. Now, if you have challenges with fertility or you're infertile, this can be a sign of PCOS and or understanding mid-cycle bleeding. So if you're bleeding mid-cycle. Now, additionally, your hormone level is going to really give you an understanding of where you're at with your cycle health. That's why I'm always telling the ladies inside our Well Women Academy group to get your hormones tested every six months. Now, If you have a non-ovulatory cycle where your ovary doesn't actually release an egg, it's important to understand that that long-term doesn't have a healthy effect on your body. And so, yes, some birth control does contribute to that happening where your ovaries don't release an egg. So when you come off PCOS, if you have the goal of having children in the future, it's important to be aware we need a balancing time. I call this the rebalancing your cycle phase between post-contraception or birth control and pre contraception planning. Now, with PCOS, there's many different types of hormonal symptoms and they can vary a lot and also can vary from where you live in the world to your age bracket to what you do in your lifestyle. But all in all, a lot of them are quite related and they have huge effects on your heart health, metabolism, so how you metabolize and digest your food, and they largely can kind of mess up your hormones. It also kind of makes you feel a little bit crazy At the time when I was diagnosed with PCOS, I had a missing period. I'd lost my period by this stage for six months. I had no bleed. So I had a, um, after being on the pill, actually, I had a non-ovulatory cycle for 12 years, came off the pill, lost my bleed for nine months. But this was at the six month mark when I was diagnosed with PCOS. So when you're understanding PCOS, know that what PCOS means to you is going to be different to what PCOS means to another woman. So if you're in a PCOS group and you're learning about PCOS and you're trying to find out what would best work for you, often the most important aspect is discovering what your PCOS is in your body, 
not other women's bodies and comparing them and then trying to do that to help solve your current challenges. This is really important. Let's go back to quickly remembering about the four pillars that I teach on before we jump into the supplements. Don't worry, I'm getting there, I promise. I'm very common for going off tangents. But the four pillars are important when you come to any type of imbalance in your body. I call these your physical, your nutritional, your emotional, and your energetic or spiritual. When I work with women one-on-one through coaching, we focus on the emotional first because the body emotionally produces physical ailments. For example, the physical representation of PCOS in my body was also very emotionally triggered in my body at the time. Just like when I ruptured my shoulder in a yoga class. Yes, I did it at yoga, but it was also very emotionally triggered over a very long period of time, probably about four or so years. And my body was physically showing me my emotional challenges that I was facing internally in my body. And I probably wasn't even sharing them with anybody at the time either. So there's many ways we can look at balancing out our PCOS along with any type of other imbalance. So let's just focus now on the supplements. But remember, it comes down to your nutritional, your physical, your emotional, and also your energetic and spiritual. And if you have no idea what they, they are and you're like, oh my God, I want to know about these emotional connections with PCOS and how can I support my body energetically along with emotionally and doing it at the same time nutritionally, come and work with me as a client. That's exactly what we go through and it's a very transformative process. It's why I created the 90 Day Awaken coaching package so that you can work with me over 90 days to reestablish and awaken your menstrual cycle and your knowledge around your body as a woman in a new way. All right, that's a very heartfelt little plug for coaching with me. Let's move on to supplements. Now, your diet can largely help, but let, when, you, when we look at supplements, sometimes there's only so much food we can eat. <laughs> and so supplying your body with the right nutrients that it needs can be very, very helpful. So the first one I always recommend to women when you are facing PCOS is omega-3s, so a fish oil. These are most commonly found in fish oils. Now, if you don't eat um, meat for whatever reason, you're vegetarian or you're vegan and you don't like to have animal products, you can get omega-3 sources elsewhere. But I like to use this in a mercury-free fish oil. It's a really healthy way to add in healthy fats to your diet. It's also known as your EFA, so your essential fatty acids, because they're essential to your body. And there has been so many studies that report on the benefits of omega-3 fatty acids, so these essential fats, in helping support blood sugar levels. Now, before I go on about omega-3s, just quickly, let's think about a lot of women who are diagnosed with PCOS have either a masculine dominance in their body or they have challenges with high blood sugar or insulin resistance. Now, they might even have both. I don't know whether I had both when I was diagnosed, but I definitely lived in a very masculine-based lifestyle. When you understand that, that's a bit of an energetic and energy-style system in your body, and then this can also lead to increasing your testosterone. When your testosterone is increased, it can then contribute to PCOS. So understanding whether you're in a feminine or a masculine balance can be very, very beneficial to you with PCOS if you currently have PCOS or if a friend or a family member of yours has PCOS currently. Now, omega-3 fatty acids can actually aid in reducing testosterone and helping overall kind of regulate your menstrual cycle, especially when you have PCOS. 
So there's been many different types of studies that have talked about the decrease in testosterone with omega-3s and also increasing other styles of hormones in your body. And this is important when we have potentially high testosterone or even absent progesterone. So additionally, omega-3s are very good at decreasing inflammation in the body. Now, fish oils can help us lower inflammation by talking and enabling our cells to utilize the insulin that we have rather than building this up over time. And this is what generally you could say is a root leading drive and contributor to PCOS, insulin. And when we have too much or the body has the high blood sugar because insulin is kind of getting stuck hanging around in the blood system and we don't want that. So fish oils can be very helpful when we are looking at reducing weight on our body that's unwanted and we're wanting to balance out our insulin resistance, a very common symptom or sign with PCOS. So that's why I always recommend an omega-3 fatty acid with a fish oil. Always go for mercury-free. It's the hands down the most important thing to do. Now, additionally, the next supplement that's very good, and this isn't a supplement as such, it's a nutrient that you'll find in a supplement, is chromium. Now, chromium is a nutritional um, that you find in a good quality multivitamin. So personally, every day I take a multivitamin. I have since 2013. And I take a pharmaceutically graded multivitamin. I do this because it overall supports my health and I get a lot less sick than a lot of other people in my life. So I know it supports me and keeps me in balance. It also helps me prevent me from getting sick in the future, which is really good if you don't want to get sick in the future. But chromium is a mineral. It's a trace mineral that can actually enhance the function of insulin. So it helps insulin work more effectively, you could say, in your body. And this then contributes to balancing your hormones. So two of the things that go in balance in our body with PCOS are hormones and insulin. So chromium can actually help with that. Now, you could always go and find chromium just on its own and take it. But personally, if you use a good quality multivitamin, you'll find this nutrient inside that product. When you are able to take a good quality multivitamin, that chromium can then support you in lowering blood glucose levels because we don't really want extra glucose because that equals extra weight gain and also more hormone imbalances. So a healthy way to say insulin balanced and hormone balance is to take chromium. Now, if you have no idea how that's spelled, head to the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast and it's all written up there for you. Now, additionally, magnesium is another great nutrient that you can take as a supplement. Personally, I also take magnesium inside my multivitamin because I believe in consolidating your nutritional products, but you can take magnesium additional outside of your multivitamin too. Personally, that is what I do. Magnesium can help reduce many different types of things in your body. It improves your energy, can help with your mood, can also help with your bowel regularity. Think about it. Magnesium relaxes your muscles, just like having a magnesium bath after running a marathon. So when you're looking at taking magnesium, I personally feel it's important to take this with other minerals to help the absorbency of the magnesium, not just magnesium on its own. So if you've been using magnesium and you're like, oh, I'm not really sure if this is actually helping me, try changing it up. Take magnesium and calcium together. And if you can find a product with vitamin D in it, that will actually help as vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin, will actually help the absorption of that magnesium, which is fantastic. Now, magnesium has also been very well reported with diabetes and breaking down sugar so that we can best use our insulin, another contributing important factor with PCOS. 
So personally, I like to say that taking magnesium before bed is really important. I always take mine in the, in the evening, but it's up to you when you really want to take it. It's more important that you do take it than you don't. So just find out what works best in your daily regime. But let's just overall look at magnesium. It can really help with inflammation. It can help with weight gain, hormone balancing, and also balancing out the use of your insulin. All things that will help support PCOS. Next up, we have zinc. Now, I use zinc, but I also use saw palmetto. Now, I use saw palmetto, which is currently and most commonly, in fact, known for prostate. So if men have prostate challenges or they're looking to support their prostate, they'll be told to take saw palmetto as a nutritional. But saw palmetto supports the male's endocrine system just as much as it can support the female's endocrine system. This is one of the nutritional products that I started taking when I found out that I had PCOS. Never taken it before and I was a bit like, oh, this is kind of for men. Why am I taking it? But saw palmetto can really help balance your PCOS symptoms. It's also fantastic for your skin health. It can help support with hair loss. It can help support with hair growth. It can help support with acne. Even if you have imbalances in your menstrual cycle with longer cycles or shorter cycles, all in all, saw palmetto can be very, very beneficial. And it's something that I still take today, even though I no longer have PCOS. So I would recommend taking saw palmetto as an additional product to supporting PCOS. Now, along with that, a beautiful super vitamin that I love is vitamin D. Vitamin D is kind of like the vitamin that you take to prevent getting sick. Whereas vitamin C is the vitamin that you take when you get sick. Vitamin D can help support and have positive effects on one, your follicle and egg maturation. So the health of your little eggs. It can also help with fertility. That's why taking additional vitamin D if you're planning on conceiving or you're in the middle of family planning or are pregnant is really important. It's great for supporting with weight balance, but it's also really good for your menstrual cycle and supporting any irregularities um, with your cycle, helping bring them back into regular flow. So I want you to think about vitamin D as the antidepressant vitamin. It's very commonly known as that, but I like to think of vitamin D as the little vitamin that most people don't know about or or unaware about. And vitamin D for women specifically is really important for your follicle health and your ovary health. Why? Because it helps create healthy follicles in your ovaries, which contribute to releasing the egg. So if you are listening to this and that is you taking vitamin D beforehand in the lead up to contraception is super important. Also super cheap too. Vitamin D is one of the cheapest vitamins I find, especially even in high quality. Um, It can be very supportive for your health. Now, the last one that I'm going to suggest today, or actually second last one, is folate. So folate is a a nutrient that I personally take in a multivitamin. I use a a prenatal multivitamin because it has additional nutrients in it. And it's generally the same price as the regular multivitamin that I recommend. But folate is also known as vitamin B9. And this is very beneficial for women who are trying to get pregnant. You'll most commonly find folate in prenatals. And a lot of women feel like I don't need folate because I'm not pregnant. But when it comes to your overall endocrine system, a healthy endocrine system can conceive. And when folate is present and you're planning on conception, taking folate before you conceive can be very helpful. But for women with PCOS, it can actually reduce any risks of miscarriage and having your child for full term. So I always encourage taking folate 
for women who have PCOS regardless or whether you are trying to conceive or not trying to conceive. In general, it can be very helpful for your overall menstrual cycle. Now, another nutrient that is wonderful for supporting PCOS is vitamin B8. It's also known as inositol, and I always struggle to pronounce that word, so I'm just going to refer to it as vitamin B8. Now, this is one of the best nutrients for women with PCOS because I find that it doesn't just support ovarian health, so the health of your ovaries, but it also supports healthy blood sugar because vitamin A can help reduce sugar levels. It can also help balance um, the use of your insulin. It's also very, very well known for regulating your menstrual cycle. Now, a lot of women might be like, uh, how do I get this particular nutrient? Is I always suggest using a high quality pharmaceutical graded multivitamin. Now, if it is a prenatal like mine, that's fine too. But you'll often find this vitamin inside a multivitamin. So a lot of the nutrients that I've suggested today, you'll actually find in one product. But it's finding the right product that will actually align with all of these together. Now, omega-3 fatty acids, your fish oils, the mercury-free fish oil, you won't find in a multivitamin. It's a separate product or a separate supplement, you could say. But in general, if you are one working with PCOS yourself, Supporting your body with supplements is very important. I like to think of this as kind of like adding in premium fuel or petrol to your car. Now, if you're not in Australia and you call it um, gas, adding in premium gas to your car, you've got regular gas, you've got the ethanol, which is kind of like watered down petrol, or you've got the premium. Now, I personally have a diesel car, so I don't use any of those. But when it comes to your, your car, your body, is you want to add the premium. And so that's when it comes to choosing nutritional products, it's more important to use high quality products than to use many, many, many products. So I like to keep it super simple for everyone, including my clients. But when it comes to using nutritional products, you can simply just use what you need and then add more in over time. So today what I've shared with you is some basic nutrients, including, and let me run through them. We've got omega-3 fatty acids, we've got chromium, we've got magnesium, we've got saw palmito, folate, zinc, vitamin D, and also vitamin B8, inositol. And these are a great starting foundation for PCOS. So when it comes to choosing your products, when you're standing in the supermarket aisle and you're like, or the chemist or the pharmacy, and you're like, uh, uh, what do I choose? I want you to just focus on one, a pharmaceutically graded product. So it's manufactured to pharmaceutical standards, highest standard you can get for nutritional products. So that's the first thing choosing a good quality multivitamin that has all of these in, and if not above what's recommended, choosing a mercury-free fish oil. Now, additionally, what I haven't suggested, which is very supportive, is a probiotic. So ideally a probiotic that contains the two strains of bacteria that live through the acidic state in your stomach. And then the fourth product, which um, isn't available inside your multivitamin is the Saul Palmito. And that's a product that you would buy additional. So we've got four products to get started with that can help support your supplement regime and PCOS. These are all products that I currently still use today. And I added into my regime when I discovered I had PCOS for myself. Now, a little bit more about my PCOS journey is I totally forgot I had even been diagnosed with PCOS. Now, that sounds a bit crazy for some people who have PCOS because they can get very caught up on the I have PCOS label, but I'd really forgotten about it. I simply focused on the healthy lifestyle, healthy environment, and supporting my body with what it needed. 
And it wasn't until last year after flying around overseas and my cycle had become a little bit irregular. I had had a longer cycle and then a shorter cycle and I had a bit of spotting in between. And I put that down to at the time one flying at a different place to a different place every month, including overseas and locally here within Australia. But I still wanted to understand what my body was saying. So I went to the doctors, I got my bloods tested and my doctor was like, well, you've got PCOS. So these symptoms are kind of normal for you. I was like, but I've not had these for ages and I don't have PCOS. She's like, yeah, you were diagnosed with this back in 2014. Now, I'm a big believer that whatever you're diagnosed with, your body can overcome. It might take very different types of support for different types of imbalances, but I believe it is possible, especially after studying Ayurveda and ancestral health. So when it comes to where you're at on your journey is I want you to look at your mindset around PCOS. I want you to really give yourself some time to reflect on what does it mean to me with having PCOS? What would my body be trying to communicate with me by having PCOS? And what could my body be trying to tell me emotionally? Do I label myself with PCOS and is that really how I feel? So let's look at the mental aspect of PCOS. I know we've covered a lot in this podcast episode about supplements, my PCOS journey, but I wanted to wrap it up on the mental state of PCOS because it's just as important what you feed your mind and what you feed your body verbally and through your thoughts as what you feed your body nutritionally. So instead of just getting caught up in what you can do physically and nutritionally for your body, let's start to look at what we can do mentally too. Now that's a wrap for this episode. If you would love to learn more about PCOS and all the lovely guests I've had on this show talk about PCOS, head to my website, wellsome.com and search PCOS in the search bar. We have lots of different episodes about PCOS and different stories about PCOS, along with how you can support yourself too. Now, I'd love to hear from you. If you currently have PCOS or would like to learn more about it, reach out to me. Currently, I'm working with women in our 90-day Awaken coaching package, and we're working our way through the PCOS symptoms and helping us shift our mindset about what PCOS means to me and also how I can support my body through PCOS. So if this is you, you can head to wellsome.com forward slash coaching to learn more about my coaching packages and also download my free coaching audio. All right, that's it for me. Have an amazing week. And until next week, lots of love, stay connected and stay balanced. And I'll be talking with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag WellWomenPodcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 